Hi, good Monday morning to you. Hope your day is going well again this morning. I know I say that all the time, but I really do. I hope that you're having a great day in the Lord Jesus Christ today. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. We're going to continue in our discussion of 2 John, verses 8 and 9 today. We're going to read two verses, and we'll talk about those briefly so that we won't take up a lot of your work time. You may be hopefully watching this or listening to this on break. Some of you actually are a day behind. In other words, some people have told me that you listen to it when you get up in the morning rather than at a break sometime around the 10 o'clock hour when it's actually released. And we release it at Eastern Time uh, in the United States. We have listeners around the world, by the way. And again, I want to take a moment just to thank you for listening. All right, so let's, take a, let's look at verses 8 and 9. It says, of Second John. Watch yourselves so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. All right, we'll stop right there. Let me just say out of the gate right now that these verses are extremely construed, or maybe it's not a good word to use, confused in many cases or mistranslated in many cases. So I'm going to try to set the record as quick and easy as possible here, hopefully as clearly as possible. So as we go into the verse, we say, watch yourselves. Remember, he's still talking about the deceivers. He's talking about these that are coming into our midst, and they're teaching a false gospel, a false doctrine. And these people he referred to as preaching that Christ did not come into the to the world. It didn't come and in flesh. And it says, beware of those. And apparently there were many of them, and they were actually getting into the church and 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 really affected or challenged or threatened Christianity at that time. So because of the appearance of so many of these deceivers, readers needed to watch out for the effects that they could cause within the church. Now, here's, I'm going to say something. You may get upset. You may not. Some people say, well, this is the loss of salvation. I'm going to tell you right now, the scripture in its original language does not teach that, does not teach that into this passage. The danger is not the loss of salvation but the loss of reward. Okay, so let's let's take a look at that. So that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. So a lot of people take the first part of verse 8, so that you may not lose what we have worked for, so that, oh gosh, we can lose our salvation. But that's not what it's saying. But you may win a full reward. You have to take the entire sentence together. You have to understand the sentence as a whole. And sometimes, and I know some of you read read different translations. I'm reading from the ESV. I know that's a contention for some, but some people are reading right now, probably the new international version. Let me just say something. The new international version changes the we to you. Okay. And so I don't think that that's accurate in the original languages that we see from the Greek translations, I think that the accuracy comes from we, so that we may not lose what we have worked for, that we may win a full reward. And you take that as the humility. The humility of John in this conversation is basically saying, I'm in this with you. I'm not somebody that is, that is sitting here or standing here 
teaching you something that I am not playing a part of myself. John was very humble in that regard. Let's take very quickly the verse, verse 9. The danger here is really thrown before us. Anyone who runs ahead, I'm going to read out of a different translation. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Well, does that mean that there's a loss of salvation? Does that mean that they weren't saved to begin with? These are all interesting, and we hear these frequently from various ministers and preachers of the gospel. So these words really are talking about defecting from the truth and those who had once held to it but now are no longer continuing. Meno is the Greek verb, no longer continuing. And because of that, then they have walked away from where they once were. Okay, so we have to be very careful about what we add to the translation. Okay, the New Testament writers were, were realist. Okay, they were realists that the, those who followed their teachings could easily fall prey to, to Satan and his traps and the false teachers. And so they were constantly warning against it. John had, had warned his readers about the loss, of a law, the loss of their reward or the full reward. Okay, so we need to be careful. Don't, er, don't ever overstep the doctrine of the scripture that we read. Don't add to it because you think somebody else said it in the past. Does it say loss of salvation here? Not in the English or in the Greek. So be careful. Be careful. All right? Sometimes new believers don't have the foundations of truth to where other people may have that have spent years in seminary or study or, or even in a church that have spent week after week, month after month, year after year into, the, into Sunday school and the teaching of a sound, solid, biblical preacher. And because of those, does that mean that they were led astray by a false teacher that, gosh, they don't have any hope? No, I don't think, I don't think that's what this is saying here at all. Wow, I have taken a lot of your time. And for that, I'm sorry. But again, thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.